Cloudcast Media presents from the massive studios in Raleigh, North Carolina. This is the Cloudcast with Aaron Delp and Brian Gracely, bringing you the best of cloud computing from around the world. Good morning, good evening, wherever you are, and welcome to another episode of the Cloudcast. We're coming to you live from the Google Next conference here in uh, San Francisco in beautiful Moscone West. Yeah. Um, <laughs> very uh, here with like uh, somewhere between six and 10,000 of our closest friends. Yeah. All in Moscone West. That's right. Yeah. They, they packed him in this time. Um, so, so this show is going to be very free form. It, it's just Brian and I, and it's, it's honestly just impressions of the event so far. Uh, we actually went to, um, a community day. We, uh, Google was nice enough to ask us out for a community day and we'll talk about that in a little bit. And then the uh, first two days of the show, um, we haven't, uh, you know, tomorrow is actually Sam Ramji's keynote and kind of yep. the open source keynote. So we're not going to talk about that one today. But we will talk about other. The, 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 today was the big announcement day, so that's probably what we'll we'll spend a good bit of time on. So, right. where do you want to start? You want to start with the community day? Um, yeah. So, um, so you know, I think the big the biggest takeaway for me from the community day was so it was run by Sam Ranji and Sarah Novotny, who um, Sam is now a VP of product for Google Cloud. Yes, um, you know, had previously been at Cloud Foundry uh, Foundation. Um, Sarah, who runs. Um, sort of Kubernetes. I never get this right. I don't know if it's Kubernetes in Google or if it's for the Cloud Foundry I Foundation. I think it's community of, yeah. Yeah, so question. she sort of runs a Kubernetes community. Sorry, um, Sarah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know who you are. Um, but it was, it was. Uh, I think the big, so they were trying to do two things. One, um, I think they're, they're trying to form a more uh, diversified sort of um, community group. Um, so they have a sort of experts group, but they're trying to, you know, get different perspectives there. And then the other big thing for me was, um, you know, there was a, definitely a very clear focus that um, open source and sort of openness is going to be uh, something that will be front and center, right? They, they want to make sure that um, they're actively contributing to communities. Obviously, they do things around Kubernetes and some of the big data um, stuff, but, but they also... Um, you know, kind of wanted to reiterate this idea that they want to be an open cloud, which is a little different than a lot of the other ones where it's sort of like, I, I want to get you into my cloud as quickly as possible. They, they, it feels like they want to give people some options. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that was, it was positive. It was um, a lot of really good access to the engineers and, and having, you know, just open conversations, how do these technologies work? And they wanted feedback on, you know, what people were trying to do with them. And so, um, so it was good. It was good for Google to be reaching out to people and trying to build some of those bridges and, and get into different communities. Yeah. And I also figure out too, that, that, it felt to me a little bit too that they were very receptive to input that that they kind of have have an idea of where they're going with, yeah. with a lot of this openness um but they also wanted to make sure that you know really get our feedback of is this what you want is this what you were thinking yeah. um and very just very receptive to it all um you know sam has hosted numerous kind of uh, you know chats if you will where it's just kind of him in front of the room and and um it's a little bit of trial by fire and it's been really really good to have a, a leader at that level just so open-minded and 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 saying hey what is wrong and, yeah. and we, how can I go fix it? Um, and in addition to that, I like the, the concept of, okay, there's the openness from a technology standpoint, of course. But, but the idea of openness in that, you know, more than one uh, Google person uh, at the community talked, you know, mentioned on-prem with Kubernetes and kind of your, your right. data where you wanted and run things where you want to do it. It wasn't just uh, there is one answer and it is the Google Cloud. 
right. <laughs> yeah, and and, and I, you know, I think there's two parts of that. I think part of it is is obviously positioning, um, you know, versus an Amazon, and and people get concerned about lock in. I, I think the other part of it is, um, at least I hope it is. Like, I think there are certain parts of of Google, uh, maybe the Google Cloud team that sort of realizes like, um, not everybody's going to be like Google. Um, even though they would like everyone to operate and think and do things like Google and make their life a lot easier. I, I think there's a certain recognition that they do things very, very differently than, you know, most IT organizations and most engineers and stuff. And so I think having these sort of open discussions is a check on their going to, be, you know, being too googly, if you will. Um, uh, but, you know, it, it's... Look, just having an open channel and knowing Sam is really passionate about getting feedback, I think is is a really good thing. And I think you know, for people that are you know curious about the Google stuff, um, he seems to be very open and receptive, and, and Sarah is as well. And um, you know, people should reach out through them and, and, and give feedback and you know ask for things and um, tell them what you want and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. So, what were your thoughts around the show itself? So. Um, so I'll sort of compare it to last year. So I, I got a chance to go to the event last year. Um, How many was it last year, by the way? I want to I want to say it was like fifteen hundred. It might have been two thousand. So right. so it was decidedly and they, smaller. And they published ten thousand. I I don't I don't know that there was ten here. It didn't seem like there was ten thousand seats in the keynote. But I'm not gonna. Yeah, I, I'd probably say know. closer to six. Maybe but we can seven. say it's a multiple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's at least twice as big and maybe three times as big. But. Um, so, so it was very interesting. So the day one keynote, uh, last year, the big thing last year with Google was they came out and they were going to tell you just how awesome Google was, how awesome the engineering was. And they were going to show you use cases and customer examples that were like global scale. So it was, uh, Coca-Cola took 19 trillion photos and they turned them into this, uh, you know, collage for the world cup. And they did it like in two days and they were going to talk about how, uh, like Spotify or Snapchat was doing global scale stuff. And, and you walked away from it and you went engineering wise, really cool. I don't know how big a market there is for global awesomeness. Right. And, and how does that relate to me? Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, especially to the, you know, mainstream it organization, if, if that's what they're trying to be, you know, is sort of an it replacement this year. I think they listened to the feedback they got. I think they may have over-rotated a little bit because day one was, we're going to talk about customers, 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 and they're going to be, you know, like they kind of went out of their way to be like, we have boring customers. We have mainstream customers. We have enterprise customers. We have old customers. And, you know, I think it, it was good that they listened. Um, you know, they talked somewhat about technology, but it was, uh, you know, Colgate, Palmolive and Home Depot and Disney and, you know, so names that you knew but a little bit of an over-rotation on, you know, the coolness of Google. It was more the, hey, we're mainstream Google. So, yep. you know, they'll figure that out over time. Um, but know. I would also add, too, I, I, but the other, so it almost seems like there is a, you know, the next step, if you will. If, if the first step was, um, I'm going to put up all these hero numbers and tell you how cool I am. Yeah. Then step two was, okay, no, we really do have customers, we promise. Right. But then it, it still suffered from the, but why do I care? Right. Um, you know, the, it had customers, but 
it, it didn't it was the whole the basic features versus benefits thing like the benefits still just didn't quite hit home right um, yeah so so you know when you look at um you know aws keynotes or you look at some of these other big industry keynotes that we've been to over the years i mean you know you, you, keynotes tend to have a pretty specific format over time and, yep. and yep. we've seen enough of them we kind of go huh that was not the, 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 uh, you know yeah they so. didn't they didn't um so you know like i, we, I think we would have expected a couple basic things like you know what's the state of the business like you know if you're not going to give us revenue numbers like how fast is it growing how big is it how much your customers using it give us some sense of like is it the next google wave yeah i don't yeah, <laughs> and it's I don't, gonna get canceled right exactly like we just we don't know right right and so uh, they, they have to do that because at this point people are like well there's a big three and i roughly know what amazon looks like and i know what azure looks like and i have no idea what google looks like so you can call them a big three but i don't know if that i mean people have said to us like do you think they're three or four or five is it a distant three is it a, you know so they got to work on that um but in contrast, you look at what happened today, and today was sort of back to the, we are an engineering powerhouse, we do really awesome things around big data, really awesome things around machine learning, AI, and it was like this 180 degree transformation. They had great presenters, mm-hmm. they had great demos, it was well organized, and, and if you were a customer and you walked away from that, you went, you know, if, if I think data analytics or machine learning or any of these things could help my business like you had to walk away really impressed from that yeah uh. and and they also seemed to, so there was almost two levels of the message um there was the super forward-leaning you know machine learning ai big yeah. data all of that and then there was actually a, a super traditional message in the take your VM, no matter what the hypervisor and live migration it straight into the cloud with no downtime and a boring old app that, you know, through Apigee and, you know, APIs and this and that. And there was a lift and shift message as well. So you almost had a extremely old school and then extremely forward leaning all at the same time in the same keynote. Right. Which was a little like, huh. And then the security one, too, and I'll talk about security in a second, but the security stuff was super interesting, too, of, like, they're doing everything they can to make sure no one ever uses a VPN ever. Um. Yeah, they, well, they had, they had a really cool thing where it was, like, uh, like, like they called it, like, an identity proxy, but it was basically, like, get rid of your VPNs, which was really cool. And then they did this data loss prevention thing, which was really slick yeah. in terms of, like, making sure credit card numbers and social security numbers don't leak out into places and, you know, really automated probably using all the vision APIs and machine learning in the background. Um, but, but yeah, I think, you know, if you, if you come back to this thing of like, do they speak well to customers in terms of like communicating value and so forth? Like one of the biggest things I've heard from a number of people is like, should I judge Google based on how their keynotes go or should I judge them based on like, you know, having one-on-one conversations with them? Cause if you, if you do it just based on the keynotes, you go, I got whiplash four or five times. I'm not sure exactly what they want to be. Um, but if you, if you sort of step back for a second and look at what the technology offerings, you look at some of the cool stuff they're doing around, like, uh, you know, more flexible pricing. Yeah. You go, wow. I mean, like, this seems really, really compelling and interesting. So they, they've got to figure out how to find a better balance yeah. and, and well, make it, it more customer centric. And I will say this, though, too. They didn't actually specifically call this out, but I definitely noticed this trend. And, and this goes back to, you know, um, 
other public cloud keynotes I've seen in the past of they did they did some really good objection handling they they in the fact that okay they went through a whole kind of new pricing model and, and simplified way to kind of do these um, uh, use case discounts or something like that I forget the yeah. committed use discounts is what it was right and basically it was okay what's your objection I, I don't know exactly what I'm paying or I need you know a PhD to do it or yeah. somebody like you know Matt Ellis from Cloudability to help you out and right, so right. You, you can't do it by yourself and I want to okay fine we're going to remove that objection yeah well they remove half the objection they remove from google but you still have to compare it to something and comparing it to something else is still going to be nasty but whatever they're they're handling their objection right then there is the objection handling of you know the the lift and shift aspect of i can't put my workloads there because they're old and this and that and and they made it super easy to get data in and get vms in and and so they they let the ingest of data and applications, they, they've removed that. So there was definitely an objection handling portion right. of the keynote that was that was there, but they never explicitly called it out. It was kind of subtly there. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the thing about it is, like, I mean, Google's never been a... I mean, look, look, look this cloud stuff, especially this side of the cloud, you're essentially an IT company. And, and IT companies talk a certain way because they, they think about the competition, they think about customers' problems, they structure their, their messaging a certain way, and like, Google is an engineering company that's now offering their resources available. So uh, there's a big learning curve right, to the, how they do it. I think, I think if, like, if, let's say Amazon didn't exist and somebody walked into this show and said like, wow, here's what they do, and you were an IT shop, you would go, this is pretty interesting and compelling because it's like, you know, uh, they run things better than I do operationally and they're going to be cheaper than we do and they're really fast and look at their secure. And it's like, wow, okay, that's, that's all cool. But you've got to put it in the context of like, what, what else do customers have in their ear around an Amazon or, you know, uh, you know, any other traditional vendor that's talking to them? Like, they're still, they, they speak a different language. Yeah. And, uh, and that's yeah. kind of... Um, but so just just off the top of your head, like what was what sort of jumped out at you as being, you know, really compelling or really interesting technology or some conversation you had this week? Yeah, you know, of all the things, actually, believe it or not, the it was that security demo. Yeah, um, it was actually just a really cool um, the DLP portion of it and the identity proxy. And it was it, it was more of like I was like, huh, that is actually really fundamentally different and, and cool. Yeah. And, and I really liked how it was integrated in with everything else. And that, that was a neat portion of it. And maybe it's more because I, I admittedly, I struggle with relating to some of the things they do at times where I'm like, oh, yeah, machine learning. That's awesome. It's yeah, going to be great. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, great. What is that? But, I mean, that was something legitimately I was like, oh, okay, I can see how that's going to make my life easier. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, no, it was and, – and for anybody who, who wants to see it, if you if you go to their YouTube channel, they've gotten – they've been really good. They get all their videos online, like, immediately. Go to the YouTube channel. Go to the Day 2 Keynote. Yep. It's probably about – 30 minutes in and it's in sort of the beginning of the security section so you can kind of watch it um it's a guy named greg greg d michelli who comes out and gives the demo it's very 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 well done very well presented um and i'll I'll throw this one out as well then i'll kick it back to you the other thing though that won't get talked about but it was in the rooms and it was really cool is they had screens on either side of the breakout sessions and um they were doing live transcription through oh, okay. through the through the voice yeah. APIs and it was actually on the screen and it would identify who was talking and like if a question got answered and it was scarily accurate 
Right. And right. it was just this really cool use of tech of, you know, it's, I mean, people that can't hear accessibility and you don't have to go repeat the question because there's these big screens that's getting, I mean, that was actually, I was like, wow, that's pretty neat. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I think the one thing I, the thing I thought that was pretty cool, I mean, there's, you know, lots of, lots of cool tech if, if you want to bang into the tech. I, uh, eBay did a, a cool demo, um, you know, kind of building on the sort of voice first voice uh, OS type of thing uh, where they were talking to one of the Google homes and basically sort of searching through all of eBay, you know, using this just very voice, very human uh, interaction. And, you know, like for, from my perspective, um, you know, it's, it's always sort of tough sometimes to translate, like what would be an interesting business capability and then translate it into the technology like and you you know you need to you need a phd to figure that out sometimes like like this is one of these things between like a speech api a voice api an image recognition thing like i can see business people starting to say like here's an experience i'd like to have as a customer calls you know customer center or the front desk of my hotel or whatever and and being able to go like is that possible? And I think we saw this week, like, that technology is pretty darn good. Like, yeah. like it's very possible. You just, Absolutely. You, you still have stitched it together. But, like, that to me was really, really impressive. I, yeah. I, you, you have a great point there in that, you know, the, the, the future feels a lot closer Yeah, here at, at, here at a Google conference. Yeah. Because um, yeah, you just see, you start to even like, oh, I didn't know we were that far along with this technology. And you started to see just some really, really cool applications of it. And you didn't even, you didn't even know you needed it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and, the, and the, you know, the one piece of feedback I would, I would say is like, you, you get that sense because they, they, they bring out some people who are, you know, otherworldly smart PhD level people. The next step they have to take is to go, let me bring a customer on stage who's gone through that process and, and let's figure out how hard it was to use that thing. Right. Right. Cause, cause if you can show people like this wasn't a Mount Everest level, steep learning curve to use it. Like that's huge because yep. it's like, okay, we did democratize AI or whatever, you know, catchword phrase they were using. Um, so that, that'll be really interesting to watch. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Anything else? Oh, so, so anything else you would kind of want to add there or? No, I mean, look, there's a million cool things. Go, go take a look. We'll put some things in the show notes as far as the, the, uh, uh, the announcements, you know, cloud spanner, the whole like global scale. Oh, database yeah, yeah, is really yeah. I forgot all that. And spanner looked. Yeah. Spanner's that, was, that was the kind of technology I was like, whoa. Right. Right. From a technology standpoint, that was the coolest thing I've seen. Yeah. Global scale SQL that doesn't partition that, you know, updates itself on the fly. And yes. Um, but uh, yeah. So, so, so what, what's your takeaway? So, we, you know, we've now been to AWS shows. We've been to Google show. We, you know, we're six years into this podcast. Like, like how do you see the marketplace at this point? Just kind of given now where Google is trying to establish themselves. I think for me that the biggest thing is, for the longest time, I kind of thought, okay, we're going to eventually have this transition to public cloud. Yep. And, you know, and everyone kind of, you kind of look back now and go, yeah, that's obvious. But six, six years ago, I don't know that it was that obvious. Right. Then there was the, okay, great, who are going to be the winners and losers? And we kind of went through that stage of it. Yeah. And then everyone just kind of assumed there's going to be a big three cloud, you know, and it's that's probably true, but also they may or may not be all that differentiated or we're, we're probably still going to just be doing basic plumbing and you're connecting, connecting together that plumbing and, and, and you were differentiating on plumbing services. Right. But, but 
the more and more we see these kind of keynotes and, and the industry change over the while, it seems like more the, the public clouds will each have their own differentiation and they will not necessarily at times, they will keep up with each other on some services, but they will have their unique differentiators and they will go super, super deep on those. Yeah. And, um, you know, AWS, I, w- I would say, is, you know, the IoT and green graphs and, and some of those things. And right. here it's definitely machine learning and AI. And so you're going to s- start to see, you know, public clouds that are good for general use cases, but then also differentiated clouds as well. And I didn't see that necessarily coming out until I'd say probably the last, I don't know, 12, 16 months. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think they're definitely all... It's like you said last night at dinner. Like they're definitely all taking this sort of somewhat divergent path as to what they're going to specialize in. The, the, the question for me becomes: Do do end users, customers, like want to deal with a whole bunch of clouds and like wherever their specialty is, or do right. they do they say, hey, their portfolios all look kind of the same, and I'll just use, you know, I'll pick based on some criteria, price or completeness or good enough or whatever it might be. Um, I think that's whoever builds an enterprise Salesforce and takes them out golfing. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, and that, you know we all know that you know golf drives a lot of stuff. Who goes to dinner? Take drive. so I, that that's going to be an interesting thing to watch. Is it does it become a, a fragmented thing, a winner take all thing? Right. Uh, but but I think it's like you said that the the future keeps feeling like it's closer and it and it keeps happening faster and faster. So it's yeah. like. Um, you know, what's, what's kind of yours? Do you have a di- differing or anything else no, you want to add think, there? Or? No, I think that's really good. I, I think, um, you know, the one thing we, we, we had a chance to, to talk with Rodrigo Flores the other night. We were, we were at dinner and um, Rodrigo, you know, runs Accenture and, and you know, has a really awesome cloud business over there. And, you know, the thing we were talking with him was, you know, if you're Google, you know, your strength is going to be in these core technologies. But it's not necessarily in, in talking to people. And it's also not necessarily in being super interested in boring, you know, sort of quote-unquote boring applications, it's going to be interesting to see how fast Google can, can ramp up a channel program that, that helps address those kind, of, those kind of applications. Because, you know, whether it's an Accenture or whether it's a, you know, a VAR, like companies that we know that, you know, deal with traditional things, like those guys are dying to go take a bunch of this business, even if it runs in the cloud. And I don't, you know, Google, I don't know, has the stomach for that kind of stuff. But, but if you can pair together what you're good at with someone else who's good at certain things, like that becomes an interesting sort of thing. And I think that's critical for Google to be successful. I think Microsoft sort of has that in place somewhat. I, Amazon has that in place somewhat. And, um, you know, we saw things this week like, like Rackspace became a, you know, certified support organization right. for this. You know, so people are evolving. Companies are evolving in those spaces, too. You know, yeah. in the things that they're good at. Right? Rackspace yeah. is great and, support. And uh, another thing about that, too, is, you know, we've, we've talked about it somewhat on the podcast, but we have this running joke, too, of whenever we go to these shows, we, we actually, you can tell a lot by the sponsor list. Yeah. And, you know, AWS, we've joked that that's just the hit list. That's who AWS is going to take out next right. year. Right. Um, but but the, what's interesting here is the, the sponsorships is PwC. Accenture, it is more the the very traditional services, you know, consultancy building kind of sponsorships than it is a bunch of small startups trying to, you know, make a big play here. And, you know, the, 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 the sponsorship list is very different and in my mind, very telling of their, they see this as an opportunity. Yeah. I, I think those big, now does Google, I don't know. But they well, I, I think I think you read into that two ways. One, I think the big systems integrators are smart enough, having dealt with the SAPs and Oracles and whatever. Like all the money's in data, 
you know, the money is in data, integrating data, big complex systems. Like, and if Google can help you do this for the next generation stuff, like that's pretty interesting. The flip side of that becomes, you know, why didn't we see, you know, every SaaS company that we, you know, these sort of like IT SaaS service companies that we've seen at AWS, like, why aren't they necessarily here or why aren't they? And, and I don't, like, I don't want to speculate, but that may also tell me that like, not as many people are using Google as are using AWS, and hence they haven't they haven't prioritized their services or their marketing towards you know Google and stuff. So, you know, again, we're always trying to figure out like how big GCP is. We don't have any real data. We're kind of guessing, um, but you know, you kind of pull some proxy things and see if they make any sense. And um, I don't want to again, I don't want to speculate, but it is like you said, it's interesting that they weren't the focus like they are at AWS, right? Um, so any any sort of disappointments this week? Anything you were kind of like you're expecting and it didn't work itself out? Or um, <laughs> not to beat a, a dead horse too bad on it, but I, I the biggest thing is I I didn't come away with a feel of are they growing? Are they not growing? How yeah. much are they growing? Like that's the biggest thing is I it it almost feels like a big black box and yeah more than anything the the single biggest thing is if I just had some kind of insight into that just to get a trend in momentum. Yeah. And again, like if it's a, you know, if it's a billion dollar business or a $500 million business or whatever, like forget about that so much of like, how much is it growing? How fast is it growing? Because we know Google doesn't lack for resources, but they do have to figure out how to get Eric Schmidt on the day one keynote kind of joke, but I mean, said it pretty seriously. What was a $50 billion check or whatever? $30 billion that he had invested in. So, so. Uh, yeah, there's um, tens of billions. At, at some point, in order to be legitimate with your customers, they have to know that you're viable, right? And you just have to figure out some way to communicate that. And I, to me, the, the the other thing that was a little disappointing and not big, but little bit is uh, in their serverless announcement, they went from, well, last year it was alpha, and this year oh. cloud <laughs> this year cloud functions is beta. Yeah, and it's been a year. Yep, and you know, like. And oh, oh, by the way, their beta is probably most people's GA. Yeah, and it's but but it has that label and it has that stigma in the enterprise, and so no one wants to go near it. But at the same time, Google is yeah, like we were talking earlier, Google maybe doesn't have support ramped up yet, or they don't have all the things in place they want to call it GA, and so it was weird. It was really weird. It was like you move so fast in certain areas, and then you went from an alpha to a beta. Well, and it's one of these things like. (laughs) It's not as if the Google folks were saying, like, you know, serverless is a bad concept or anything. Like, they're right. not downplaying it because it somehow affects their business. No, there's actually a ton of sessions in the agenda. Yeah. I mean, they're... But, but the, the, thing, the thing you have to look at is you have to go, okay, if the technology's not ready, like in the marketplace, the technology's not ready, then it's fine. It's beta. But Amazon's been in the market for two-plus years now. Azure Functions are now GA. There's a ton of people that are doing... I mean, we heard a number of stories about some large serverless stuff, not on Google, but... You yep. know, that there people are running their business on it. And if somebody goes like, oh, I want to do serverless, and I want to work with Google. Oh, wait, they haven't figured out how to get it past beta. Like, what's wrong with them? Like, right. and that's not the, you know, like, that's it's not just the a, message you want to get across. Right. Because it's like all you about said, their, their beta might be perfectly fine. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, enterprises don't buy beta. So you want to sell to them. You know, you got to get that beta tag off somehow. Yeah. Uh, but, the, you know, the, the flip side, the, the devil's advocate side of that, though, is how many enterprises are really worried about it anyway. So if it takes another year to go beta to GA, meh. Yeah, but you know. here's the problem with that is, is we know that serverless stuff is going to be sticky. Yes. And if you're behind, uh, yeah, you well, lose so the stickiness. It battle, is a land grab. It's never you're getting right. out. Right? Right. So, yeah, yeah you, you can't. It is it, it probably more so 
than any other public cloud tech, I would say right now. It is, it's pretty sticky. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, so I don't know. I, you know, so far it's been a, it's been an interesting week. Um, I don't know that I'm walking away from this, like with a super great understanding of, you know, I understand it better. You yeah. know, I have, you know, we, we know more people here now, which is great. Um, you know, there were a lot of positives that came out of it, but, um, you know, I, I don't know that I can totally put my finger on like if I had to forecast what's Google cloud going to look like next year, I don't totally know. Right. right. Like they, they rotated a lot one way and then they rotated the other way. And it's going to be interesting to figure out which balance they evolve to over the next year. I think that's the big takeaway for me is what, what are they going to be next year? Right. I know what Amazon's going to be. They are going to be a 900 pound service gobbling gorilla that wants to take over everything. I don't know what Google's going to be necessarily yeah. in a sense. But they, they still seem to be in that awkward trying yeah. to figure out exactly what they are stage. Right. Which is, you know, considering the age of it, I don't... I can sit here and go, well, I can't believe they're not further along. But then I also have to go, well, when you it's look at the age of, of it, years, right, you, you look at the age of it, you, you, you know, we kind of went through the exact same thing with the other ones. Yeah. And they're just a little... They're a couple years behind, and so we kind of have to say, well... Yeah, I mean the the one thing where is, are they at? The one thing is like you you look at Amazon, if just for comparison reasons, their their learning curve after about three or four years just took off. Yeah, and and took off and how they deal with customers, how they price stuff, how they add features. You know, we very well might see that with Google too, right? Get the right people running things, the right way to listen to customers. But that's gonna be that's my big takeaway is is trying to figure that out. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that probably wraps it up for now. So, Brian, you want to take us out this week? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, folks, as always, thanks for listening. Um, like we said, we, we crossed our six-year barrier and uh, our six-year anniversary this, this last month. We, we have to thank everybody for, for listening all the way back to show one and, and all the way up to almost here 300. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, tell a friend. Leave us a, a review on iTunes or on Stitcher or on Google Play. Uh, you know, send us feedback. Love to hear feedback. And, uh, you know, let us know what you want to hear from us. We, we, we've gotten pretty good at finding people that are really smart, and, and we just sort of need to know where to focus some of our energies. So uh, thanks again for listening, and uh, we will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to The Cloudcast. Please visit thecloudcast.net to find more shows, show notes, videos, and everything social media. Thank you.